Hello and welcome back to another episode of Evolve Point, a Shadowverse podcast. We delay. Oh, I say we. I delayed the last week's episode, hoping against hope that mini expansion news would be out by now. Alas, that is not the case. With me, as always, is my co-host Kaylin. How you doing, dude? We can say as always, but I've only been here twice. Well, well yeah, you're stuck here forever now. Okay, you can't. Yep. You can't leave. I've locked you into a perpetual contract. They call it indentured servitude. Okay. <laughs> well, before we get into it, how you been the past few weeks? I've been good. Uh, yeah. It's been nice and cold down here in Australia, which is good. Okay, well, that's nice to hear. I'm back in Indonesia now, and I cut my finger when I was trying to cook fried rice, so that's pretty cool. A bled all over the kitchen. The finger while trying to cook rice. I was cu cutting onions, and I cut my finger while I was cutting onions. I was crying. The tears were blocking my vision. And then yeah, down here in Australia, they call onions sad apples. Is that true? No. Why? You know, I don't, I don't believe anything about Australia because it's messed up down there. I don't know what you guys are doing down there. We get stoned with crows, apparently. Talking about stone and flame and crows, flame and galahs, yep. having a captain cook and stuff. I don't understand anything about you, but that's part of you the You know, neither do I. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. First things first, the Paradise Gauntlet rotation event happened. Very short-lived event. Only from May yeah. 4th to 7th. It's the return of the Gauntlet format that's pretty controversial since it costs 1,000 crystals to enter. Uh, you get two attempts, and the run ends when you get either eight wins, and the attempt ends if you get two losses. So you need to get eight wins in an attempt to be considered a champion of the gauntlet. The rewards are Parasolis and All-Feeling Divine Cosmetics. The main reward would be the 20,000 gold if you, of course, won all eight games. Yes, of course. 20,000 rupees if you win all eight games, which is a lot. I'll never learn. I'll never learn that. <laughs> well, you always call it gold and not rupees. I've always called it gold. Just think about Legend of Zelda. You ever played Legend of Zelda? I've played Minish Cap, the best Legend of Zelda. How could you know it's the best if it's the only one you've played? Didn't you say that Stone Cold Steve Austin said that Breath of the Wild is the best Zelda game? Yes, yes, he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I wonder, like, is that in the interview? I didn't see the full context, but I just like to think that he just randomly... I just saw a tweet. I just saw a tweet. I just like to think that randomly he just had to give his take on it, you know, like... Y'all been talking about Ocarina of Time too much, okay? I gotta set the record straight. Anyway, on May 10th, which is the day we're recording this, uh, the winner's deck showcase was added to the game. Really, what I want to talk about with Gauntlet is, what do you think about it and how would you improve it? Because it's such a controversial format, it's right? It's very, very controversial. In fact, a lot of people didn't expect them to come back with a second. I would say that the biggest issue is it is entirely pay-to-play. You cannot enter with gold or tickets. Mm -hmm. I would honestly make it so that you can enter with arena tickets. Not gold, but arena tickets. Uh, make it cost maybe 10 of those to enter, and a lot more people would uh, play, and a lot less people would complain. Well, I think the fact that there's an entry fee is the reason why it exists, though. <laughs> honestly, yeah, uh, I, this is a hot take. I don't actually think it's that bad. Lots of card games do this. I mean, lots of... Games in general have tournaments with entry fees in them. Like, what's 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 really the difference? There isn't much different. It just seems that they've set the precedent of this being a very free-to-play friendly game uh, over the years and everything being accessible. And uh, this is one of the only examples where items are really locked behind a crystal price. 
except for of course um, leaders right? cosmetic leaders. Yeah, yeah. yeah if this rewarded a leader i think a lot more people would be completely fine with at least attempting mm. but at the moment it's just uh two sleeves and two emblems and they're not exactly special emblems or sleeves it's right, just the right. evolved art of legendaries if i'm correct uh, i think i think the be. biggest problem with it is that the entry like the, i don't on principle i don't really have a problem with events that require an entry fee, just because that's been a thing since the dawn of time. But I think it's kind of like, it gets on people's nerves that the rewards aren't special for the asking price of entering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it was, like you said, a leader or the sleeves are more or better, or, you know, at the very least, it wasn't so punishing if you don't become a champion, right? Because at the champion, you get the 20,000 rupees, but if you don't, the rewards you are really, really sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get the cosmetics, and that's about it, really. And again, like you said, the cosmetics aren't that special. Sia's globes aren't really that special anymore, either. Mm -hmm. There's been plenty of different ways to just slowly accumulate them over time. I have over 40 saved up at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. I think next time they bring it around, I would hope that they restructure the rewards a little bit to make it a little more appealing. Right now, I feel like it's mostly just content for Twitter people who are extremely skilled or streamers, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Shout out Alfie, who actually plays these. Yeah, Alfie plays these, Tonko plays these. He was talking about how he was on Twitter looking at eight win runs and getting mad because he didn't get an eight win run. Yeah. So it really is just like a content magnet at this point. I have not touched it. I haven't either. I could, but I won't. I think I am fine with the entry fee, but... Honestly, the the reward you get for not winning any games or even up to four games just doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, if yeah. they put a exclusive leader on these, it would be a real sell, especially if it was a higher value cosmetic leader like the top winning pole leaders have been lately, like Saka, with mm. the exclusive frame and animated sleeves. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully when Gauntlet comes around, they'll do some restructuring of the rewards. I think the leader... Is a little bit of a shot in the dark, but, you know, at least restructuring the rewards a bit so not getting an eight-win run doesn't feel too bad. Because right now, from what I've seen from other people who play Gauntlet, it feels completely awful. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd Absolutely. like to see a, a reward restructuring there. Side games have proven themselves to uh, reiterate on-game modes and make them better over time. The chest events, when they first came around, they were horrible. And same with Grand Prix. Uh, the first Grand Prix... You couldn't get the sleeves if you got zero wins in Group A. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they have... In fact, you didn't get the Deus Ex mark in a sleeves in the first GP, and I did, and I gloated about that back then. You want to keep bringing that up? It's been yeah. literally years, Kalen. <laughs> Many years. <laughs> uh, fuck you. Anyway. I have good memory. <laughs> the next piece of news, short and sweet one here. The Season 69 Master Score rewards have been distributed. Nothing really to say. It's just the standard if you are the top three ladder scorer or if you're top 10k in points and then after that top 1k in points you get specific rewards handed out to your chest. But, you know, first of all, nice. We got to season 69. Nice. I personally didn't make it to top 10k in either uh, format this uh, this expansion because uh, I'm kind of lazy. I didn't in Unlimited, but I was surprised that I got it in rotation. Like... Rotation's definitely the harder format to get it in. I only got like maybe 12k and I got top 10k. I think I must, I must have just made it in. Maybe I was like 9999 
honestly. I can tell you, uh, Unlimited's really easy. I'm only at 6k Unlimited score, and I'm at 7,000 place in Unlimited right now. But honestly, I just don't want to play Unlimited. We covered it in the last episode, funny enough, but... Yeah, that place is a hellhole, so I'm not going there. Games were quick for the chest event. Yeah, fair enough. Another event that's on right now, the Grand Prix Paradise Rotation Cup, running from May 7 to 18. Yukishima Cosmetics on the line this time. Honestly, I get why it's a Rotation Cup, because I think the, like, the last one was an Unlimited Cup, right? But now that we're so close to the mini expansion, a Rotation Cup just feels so milk toast it, and boring in a way. It feel... It feels stale compared yeah, yeah. to the Uma Musume Cup. Uh, this one I have not done well in. No? Yeah, no. I've been trying to play Wardhaven and just having a really bad time with it. I have not even done a run on this yet because I've been so busy with travel and stuff. But like I said, it's rotation, so it's just kind of like a whatever event in my mind. And it's uh, Yukushima sleeves. I'm not really interested in Runecraft sleeves. I barely play the class. And when I do, I'm only using the Rin Tosaka cosmetics. <laughs> you weeb. The next piece of news is that Shadowverse Evolved, the physical card game, is finally released. And this is anecdotal evidence, but I've been talking to a lot of people about it, and apparently it's sold out everywhere. Like, I am so glad I pre-ordered my boxes because it was selling out fast. East has been telling me that it's, it's sold out in Japan, and people in Singapore that I know has been telling me it's sold out there too. Uh, and I mean, you can kind of tell that it's, it's building up steam. Like, the, the prices for rare cards on the market are astronomical. Like, the, a Luna Leader card, for example, I think is over a thousand US dollars right now. Don't quote me on I that, saw but I'm one. pretty sure that's I, the case. I most definitely saw a Luna Leader card on eBay for over 3,000 US dollars. Goodness I doubt gracious. it would sell that high. I don't think it would really be worth that much. I think it might just be hype inflation. I think but, the, the leader cards are yeah. really, really rare though. So honestly, the fact that these cards are selling for a lot, even if it's just hype, I guess it speaks a lot to the hype of, of the game right now, right? Yeah, for sure. It's been everywhere and it's attracting a lot of physical card game content creators to the community as well, I've noticed. Yeah, especially with people who are already from, are coming from other Bushiroad games because Bushiroad is the one who's handling Shadowverse Evolve. Apparently... Uh, there was a Bushiroad convention, and it converted a lot of existing players to Shadowverse Evolve. Like, they would walk out of the convention, go to Akihabara, go to the card shops, and just buy out their stock. And apparently, the release of an English version is dependent on how well the Japanese version does. And if this is indicative of that in any way, then I'm pretty sure the English version is probably in the tank, in the works, coming down the pipe. Anecdotally, I've seen a lot of advertisement in Japan. It seems to be selling well. I can see the English version doing fairly well as well yeah yeah especially in southeast asia man like in our region there's a lot yeah. of people who play physical card games here from bushiroad vanguard i expect an english version to do well and i expect a japanese version to do very well and it seems like early days right now it seems as though that is the case okay moving on to the esports corner we woo kaylin does not follow esports at all so i'm gonna carry this section but you as a layman it'd be fun to get your thoughts on 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 how these things are going how does that sound yeah yeah sure so jiff shout outs to jiff as always posted the results for jcg on the may of ah the 8th of may i almost said the may of 8th that's not how english works so spell boost is on the rise and buff dragon is actually falling. No buff dragons in the top 16 in the May 8 JCG. And the winner ended up being Flaming Last Shadow and Aggro Rally Sword. So I think the rise of Sword as well. Sword has definitely come up over the last week or two. Oh yeah, it's, for sure. Uh, everywhere in the Grand Prix at the moment. 
I mean, both Aggro Rally and Evo are extremely good. They're different decks with the same core, but they play kind of differently, and both are very, very strong. And of course, Flame and Glass Shadow has just been slowly on the rise over the past few weeks. And I think it's no surprise that Shadow is very, very popular in Japan right now as well. Meanwhile, on the SEAO side of things, the SVO SEAO Edge of Paradise Cup just happened last weekend. I casted it, so make sure to watch the VOD. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the finals match ended up being Arita Kuhn from Team Revelation, who's a newcomer to the top eight, but a sort of staple face in the community if you've hung out around. Uh, He's been around. Yeah, if you've been around any Shadowverse communities at all, you'd recognize the name. But anyway, he's part of Team Revelation now, and he actually beat Twilight Knight's Sad Feeder, who is a tournament veteran who's got so many top eights under his belt. Too, yeah. yeah, yeah, fan favorite. Uh, I think he ranked second on a ladder, which is an insane amount of grinding, by the way, to even... That's, yeah, doing that, people speculate that it's usually an account with three people at once. Getting that facade video, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's just him just grinding the ladder and being one of the most consistent players in the world at this game. So he was the favorite to win, and Arita Kun just came in and beat him in the finals, which is a huge upset, super hype. Very impressive. So Arita Kun's lineup was Evo Rally Sword. Buff Dragon and Spellboost Rune, which I think is really interesting. No Shadow in his lineup at all. Versus Evo Rally Sword on Sadfeeder's side as well. Evo Last Word Shadow and Sekka Forest. The lineups are a little interesting. No Flame and Glass Shadow at all in the Grand Finals, right? Which is neat. And Sadfeeder brought Sekka Forest and did well enough with it in Swiss and then took it all the way to Grand Finals, which is kind of crazy. You can really see the dominance of Evo Sword there. Turn 7 Invocation of the 4-4 when you play a victorious blader is absolutely devastating in oh, the yeah. current state of the game there just aren't that many ways to remove a victorious blader that's behind a ward right now i think it's really interesting that a lot of people in the top eight brought aggro rally sword if i remember correctly and the two in the grand finals were the evil rally sword variant so I personally think that Evo Rally is better. That's my preferred deck anyway. I think it has more legs. So it was sort of vindicating to see both Grand Finals players bring it. I think it's super cool that Sad Feeder basically just said, nah, I'm not going to adapt to this new meta at all. I'm playing Last Word Shadow, not Flaming Glass. I'm playing Sekka Forest for all intents and purposes. An old deck, right? With only the Woodland Patrol guy being added to the list. Playing something he's comfortable with and something he knows can win consistently on turn seven and eight, that could work. Yeah, I think he just is super comfortable with the decks and knows that they can win. So congratulations to Arita Kun from Team Revelation for taking home yeah, the championship. Congrats. He won 2,800 US dollars, which is no small Very amount of Very good bag of money. And the SVO West Edge of Paradise Cup is happening the weekend after. Look forward to that. Has the meta settled, you think? Because it's starting to early on in the set. It was a little bit volatile. Every week, the decks that were the best just kept changing. Do you think it's sort of cooled down now, just in time for the mini expansion to shake it up again? I'd say it'll be cold for the next week, but on the 18th, it, it does look like every sign points to the mini expansion coming out on the 18th. Mm -hmm. uh, every event seems to end at midnight around that Japanese time on the 18th, so the 19th it'll be out. The meta as it is right now, I think it will be nice and comfortable for the duration of this Grand Prix, and then shaken up next week with the uh, mini expansion. And that's our main topic for today, and we're going to talk about our hopes and predictions on that. But our last topic first is that SVO All-Star has been announced, which is a cross-region tournament for SEAO and West at the end of the year. Uh, tentatively, I think it's on December 11th. And the top eight from each region, plus all 5-0 players from a wildcard event, 
which is open to both regions, will be participating. And it's going to be 3,000 US dollars to the first place in the All-Star event. Unfortunately, there is no World Grand Prix this year, so we have the All-Star instead. And that's what players are working towards, building up points as they as they compete in each of the, uh, the formats cups here. Yeah, I think the reaction has honestly been mixed. People are like, at least we got something, but at the same time, very, very unfortunate that the, the World Grand Prix isn't happening. Well, that's all the news. Let's move on to the, the meat of things, the main topic. Mini expansion hopes and predictions. As of recording this podcast, the mini expansion has not been revealed yet, so we have literally no information of any of the cards so far. So we're going to talk about each of the classes and what we hope is going to happen and what we think is actually going to happen. So we'll take each of them in turn. Let's start with Forest Craft. I hope that the craft moves towards a Horizumi deck actually working in the meta. But I'm afraid that that could go very wrong yeah. and it could lead to a pretty early OTK because over in Unlimited right now, Horozumi is getting pretty consistent turn five OTKs with uh, cards like Cynthia from back in the very start of the game that increase the attack of followers that attack, along with, uh, is it Wind or Water Fairy that can attack twice? Wind Fairy. Yeah, Wind Fairy. Well, it's also Hozumi, not Horizumi. You keep adding syllables to things. Kaelin. I can't read. <laughs> well, she comes down, replaces some wisps, some fairies, and uh, pulls out 20 damage pretty much on the spot. Hopefully that doesn't happen in rotation, but I would like to see something closer to a control deck with that. Unfortunately, yeah. with a card like this, usually it turns out to be an OTK. I recently put out a Sekka video and people in the comments are just so mad that Sekka is still the only deck that Forest has right now that's even close to good yeah. in rotation. I, I'm in that camp yeah. for sure. So I think that with, so with the mini expansion and since uh, Darkness Over Velsar is rotating out soon, definitely just literally anything except for, you know... A rehash of Sekka Aria would be great. Hot take. I think Roach is actually pretty fun. Uh, but <laughs> I think I might get uh, put to the stake for that one. Really don't hope for more Evo control support. Like with the Pierce or whatever. But that's just my personal bias against control decks talking. Uh, if it did happen, I wouldn't be super surprised. Considering the, uh, the direction that they've been going in terms of the cards they received in uh, Omen of Storms. A Return of Roach would get me hyped, but people in the comments are probably gonna be mad at me for that. Okay, moving on to Sword. It's kind of hard to do hopes and predictions for Sword when the class is just doing so well right now. Yeah, the, the class is doing really well, but there's an aspect that they're almost certainly going to explore, which is Jaimon, Thief Lord decks. Yes, they, the Glittering the Gold. Glittering Gold. They, uh, don't have enough support to even be a meme deck right now. Not honestly. even close. Like, we just got a yeah. few cards that did glittering gold stuff in the last set, and the, the amount of cards was so few, you can't even build anything around it. I think, if not directly supporting more glittering gold cards, at least cards that sort of work towards the same game plan. Because as much as Evo Rally and Evo, and Aggro Rally, sorry, are different decks, they still have very much the same core, and it would be nice to see something completely different for the Swordcraft class. Yeah, Glittering Gold right now, it, it could be taken to that limit where it can actually be playable with just two cards, a Gold and a Legendary, and I think that's what they'll try to push for. I think mm. both cards in the mini will have Glittering Gold support explicitly. That's just how it is with how the uh, deck currently looks. It feels like there's something missing. Yeah. And some kind of support, maybe 
I'm not even quite sure what I'd like to see for the deck to start working, to be honest. I worry that it's one of those expansion-specific mechanics that's tied around the theming of Edge of Paradise. I hope that's not yeah. the case, because like we, we had the same kind of thing happen with uh, with Drak in Darkness Over Velsar, and I was like, oh, is Buff Dragon just going to be a one-off thing? And then that ended up being the opposite of what happened. We just kept getting buff cards over and over. Uh, will we keep getting glittering gold cards until it's good? Yeah, exactly. Eventually now, buff is actually good. Will we keep getting glittering gold cards from here on to support the archetype, or will we not? I guess we'll just have to find out. Okay, moving on to Rune, another class that's doing really well. This one is hard for me because Rune is doing well, and it's incredibly... What's the word? It has a lot of variety, right? Yeah, like between Dirt, Yukashima, Spell Boost. So it's super hard to put hopes on Rune for me, personally. I, I don't even know what to say about Rune, because if they buffed Dirt or Spell Boost or Yukushima right now, it could be too much. Just memes, then. Just give me meme. Just give me meme cards. Last time you said memes cards, we got Whims of Chaos. Ah, that's true. But Imagination Realized was the one that broke the camel's back on that. You can't blame me for that. You know what? Blank space. Leave your answer in the comments below. What do you want to see yeah. for Rune? Because we can't come up with anything. Dragon! Drock is rotating out. Buff is dead. So, Edge of Paradise mini expansion. Buff will die. No, Drock is such a huge important part of that. Maybe it won't die, but it'll, it'll be missing Drock for sure. Darkness Over Velsar hasn't rotated out just yet, but this is the last mini release before that happens. Do you think they're going to start pivoting? Something something new, something fresh, something that isn't Buff Dragon. I can tell you I'm going to appreciate the new Legendary. She looks uh, beautiful. See We've long. seen her in the storyline. No, 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 a different girl. Oh, I don't know. I don't play story. I think she has a name. Don't know the name. Haven't played the story yet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're gonna get so many comments from Story Andy's. Some soothing Dragon Spring support. That's what nice. I was thinking. Yes, yeah. more board flood for Dragon to make soothing Dragon Spring actually good. Buff soothing Dragon Spring to five play points, please God, and then we can actually start talking. If they keep printing buff Dragon support in this mini, I'm gonna laugh, dude, because Drog is almost out the door. And if they're still printing buff to this day, yeah, Drog really made buff Dragon, and with him gone, I. Uh, I don't want to see the deck die, but just like Discard, every deck has its time yeah, and yeah. a sunset that needs to be on the horizon. I mean, that's the whole point of rotation, right? Like, decks shouldn't rotate. last forever. Yeah, exactly. I think you're on the money there. Soothing Dragon Spring support is what I would be hoping for as well. That sounds like the most fun. Okay, Blood. Everyone I've talked to has the same take on this. No handless Blood support. Yes, Evo blood support. What do you think? I think that's the only fair way to do it because right now I don't see handless blood getting any weaker. And if it got any stronger, it would just become a problem again like it was early on in the expansion. Luckily, mm -hmm. in the last uh, in the last five or so weeks, it's come down quite a fair bit just because people have figured out the meta. We've cracked the meta by now, and we know that things like even Victorious Blader can simply shut down the deck. I did call that Handless Blood would not last very long, but it has lasted a lot longer than I predicted. It was one of those things where it just aggro reigns at the start of an expansion. You know how it is, as people figure things yeah, out. Yeah, some people need to get Grandmaster in less than 14 hours somehow. But the fact that it's still good and still run in tournaments, I mean, like, yeah, I just don't support it. Give Evo Blood some more love, make Itsurugi, Bloodlust Demon more viable, etc. And you know, that deck is already losing Aluzard coming uh, with the next set, so it does need a little bit more love, especially 
with all the cards that you did give them. Yeah, looking back on it, Darkness Server also was a pretty important expansion. Oh yeah, for sure. Shadow. Shadow's got a lot of good decks right now. And they've yeah. been good forever. Support an archetype that's completely out of left field unsupported right Machina. now. Machina. Right now. Machina support. Let's go. <laughs> Machina support. I was going to say, like, support Burial Right. And I'm like, no, Burial Right's good in. Yeah, Blood Flood's good. Burial's good. Evolving's good. Really hard to say what you'd want to see when a craft is on a whole other power level. Yeah. Compared to everything else. Shadow. Every single one of Shadow's archetypes is pretty good. So uh, we have literally nothing for Shadow. Leave it in the comments what you want for Shadow too, because we got nothing. Haven, Haven, Haven. Dude, Ward has been good way too long. Yeah, I can agree. Heal is trying. They're trying so hard with Marwyn. Heal is not trying in Unlimited. I'll tell you what. Okay. Heal is dominating. Heal is incredibly good at Unlimited. I'll give you that. But in rotation, Heal is trying so hard to be relevant, but it's just like Ward is just better straight up. You know what I would like to see? I'd like to see the return of Amulets, man. It's been a while. They don't have many right now. Yeah, there's not a lot of good ones, but it's it's a mini expansion, not a full expansion. So that's a bit of a high ask. I think instead of Amulet, what's more likely is that they're just going to print more banished cards since All Feeling Divine is from this set. Yeah, Fox of Fortune support along with uh, All Feeling Divine. Some banished support would not be surprising. Okay, Portal. Portal is the least represented class, I think. I think it needs more festive support to make to make yeah. Magna Saber more consistent. And Magna Saber can definitely be scary if it's consistent, so I, I would like to see that. Talking about a mini expansion rather than a full expansion, it, they're probably just going to support stuff that they introduced with the base set. So yeah, I would love to see more festive support because Magna Saber has gotten close to being relevant and it's on ladder occasionally. But it's just way too inconsistent, and if the opposing player can clear your double magna, you just spent so many resources to clear a board and deal some damage to the face, and then that was your whole game plan. <laughs> it's a little sad. So, yeah. Don't really have much to say about Portal. I expect more Karakuri's cards. I don't see many more artifacts coming in for uh, Portal. They recently got full blast gunner, right? But that's it. Yeah. And I think yeah, if they're going to use the mini expansion space, it's only two cards. Might as well just use it to support the, the festive thing instead, because it's more thematic as well for the expansion. Oh, and uh, wild card prediction for the neutral card. It's a baby Bahamut egg that cracks the board after a turn. Oh, Let's go with that. That would be so cool and cute. An amulet countdown and it blows up the board. Yeah, let's go with that. For neutral, I want a card that deletes Angel's Blessing from your opponent's collection. Oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> I want Lucifer back. That's what I really want. It's been a while since we've had a Lucifer. We don't currently have one in rotation. And you know what? I was just looking at... You know why that's in my mind? Is I was looking at SV Evolve cards and East was flexing his Evolve Lucifer to me and I'm like, I want that back, man. What happened to that guy? What do I want to see? I want to see a new Zenitra card with that new art style from Shadowverse Evolve. Kaylin Flattery will get you nowhere, okay, but... <laughs> I know. Well, that's it for this episode of Evolve Point. I've been Ignidius. That's been Kaylin. Links in the description to where you can find us. Let us know in the comments what your hopes for the mini expansion are and, you know, any of your thoughts on any of the news we covered today. Find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. Write five stars and say a nice review or a mean review. Say something horrible, but only to Kaylin, okay? my I can't take it. My ego can't Yeah, take I can it. take it. I'm Australian. I'm hard. <laughs> You're hard. <laughs> You're constantly hard. Wait. Neither of us know how to do an outro. We'll figure it out eventually. I'm going to click the stop recording button now. Is that okay? Yes.